Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, what of traditional religions of Africa? We're going to start off by acknowledging a few things. Africa has a rich cultural history, one that will receive its due respect by double-clicking on specific philosophies in future episodes, much like we have done for Buddhism and Hinduism, and will do for others. African cultures and religions are as diverse as the African continent itself, and generally... The traditions of these cultures and religions have been oratory rather than scriptures, passed down from one generation to another through folktales, songs, and festivals. African religious worldviews permeate economics and politics. So the use of religion, while for understanding we will use it here, is actually not the right term when speaking of African traditional religions. The Berlin Conference of 1884-85, when the ruling European nations of the time divided the African continent, cut the land into arbitrary lines, which separated similar tribes and grouped together distinct tribes. Religion and culture experience acculturation, which is the phenomenon resulting from when groups of different cultures have contact. This contact initiates continuous and subsequent changes to the original, or both cultures. Often, a collection of people ruled by one nation after another will adopt pieces of the dominant culture and integrate into new rules and norms as a means of self-preservation. The separation of church and state is not desired nor possible because traditional African religions inform everyday aspects of life like family dynamics, diet, dress and grooming, healthcare, marriage, birth and death, spending and saving your money, community, and government. Christianity was introduced to northern Africa in the 1st and 2nd centuries. Only 9 million Christians were in Africa in 1900, and by the year 2000, there was an estimated 380 million Christians. Islam was introduced to Africa in the 7th century. It was estimated in 2002 that there were 344 million Muslims in Africa. It is because of these points that much of the last 150 years has clearly resulted in the adoption and domination of Christianity and Islam across the African continent, changing the traditional religions of Africa in fascinating ways. So as a starting point, we're going to look at an overview of the general theology and commonalities between numerous traditional African religions. The first commonality of the traditional religions is that there are two types of morals. The first are moral principles that pertain to individual conduct. The second are moral principles pertaining to governing social and community relationships. It is from these two types of morals that a large emphasis is placed on the importance of community, oftentimes over the individual. For what is the individual without their community? The welfare, prosperity, and survival of the community are often the primary focus, which is why it is normal to expect a wealthy person to give or donate 
a large portion of their wealth to their community. This contrasts with some Western perspectives, which often prioritize the individual and their nuclear family. Ubuntu, a New Guinea Bantu term, is a philosophical concept common to several African cultures, especially in southern Africa. Ubuntu can be translated to humanity, or to I am because we are, further emphasizing community. Ubuntu is often presented in a short statement called Maxims. For the Tswana, motho ke motho kabatho means a person is a person through other people. For the Zulu, umuntu and gamuntu and gambantu also means a person is a person through other people. Traditional African religions normally strive for salvation in this world. Salvation is measured in terms of an individual's health, their accumulated wealth, and their offspring, while at the same time maintaining close contact with the spiritual realm of the ancestors, spirits, and gods. When a negative relationship occurs, whether through a lacking commitment and respect, or possibly a hex or curse, this will impede on a person's success. For example, among the Ndembu of Nambia, a Bantu people, illness is seen not as something within the body, it is a communal condition caused by imbalances in your relationship with the spirits and your communities. Having just noted this spiritual world, there is a belief that ancestors are intermediaries between the living and the spiritual world. In several cultures, ancestral spirits are invoked for guidance, protection, and sometimes to intercede with higher gods. They are honored with sacrifices and rituals, underscoring their significance in the spiritual lives of the believers. In many African religions, there is also a belief in a universal life force. For the Lango of Uganda, their supreme being, Jok, is like a supreme force. Jok is invisible, intangible indivisible, and permeates the wind, inhabits trees, hills, and mountains. The Yoruba have a concept of asi, which can be translated to force or power. Asi suffuses all living things and even ritual objects. Spirits and people use and shape asi to enact their will. Regardless of name, this life force is considered sacred and is sometimes associated with the breath or the heart. Very similar to our discussion on the Logos, or in Hinduism, the Brahman. Knowing that the spiritual world is both far away and right here with us, there is a deep reverence for nature. The rivers, the mountains, trees, and animals are often considered sacred or are associated with spirits and deities. This respect for nature is tied to a holistic worldview that underscores the interconnectedness of that universal life force. Rituals, rites of passage, and symbols also play essential roles. They facilitate the connection and appropriate respect between our physical and spiritual worlds. Rituals are performed during significant life transitions and to strengthen communal bonds.
the symbols, music, and dances are often integral parts to these rituals, adding a rich aesthetic layer to those spiritual practices. When they are taken out of context and placed in museums, so much of the purpose and practice of a staff, headwear, or garment is lost and sterilized. African traditional religions are complex, and as we've said, are as diverse as the continent of Africa. While we've touched on a few things here, there is so much more to unpack when it comes to these traditional religions and their beliefs, practices, and traditions. It's important to remember that each community has unique beliefs and practices shaped by its historical, social, and cultural contexts. Whether it is a traditional set of beliefs or a more globally recognized faith, the obvious aspect of any of these frameworks is that they play a vital role in the lives of the people and their communities, shaping moral code, law, and societal structure. So, what similarities can you find between your beliefs and some of what we've looked at today? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question, so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.